0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over twenty-eight million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the Five. The Five? <laughs> 260-6368 is our telephone number. We'd love to talk with you about eating, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine, about everything that's delicious that makes you smile makes your friends feel good about being around you and, you know, all the, the things that uh, enter your life and make them much more enjoyable. And uh, we invite you to join us here at 105.3 FM. It's easy enough. I'll tell you what, we, I, this is something I, I never mention often enough, but if you uh, have a special uh, um, H2 program in your computer, and,
2: or your HD car, really. HD radio. HD what? HD, HD radio. HD <clears throat> 2. HD. Radio. I don't know. Okay.
1: Yeah, okay. Anyway, what you do with this is you have it installed in your car, and you have this much, much enhanced uh, degree of uh, programs. And, and. Just
2: buy a new car, folks.
1: Well, that would do it, too. <laughs> but this would be a lot less expensive, and, and you'd really enjoy it because there is so much stuff in that part of the world, uh, that you'll wonder how did I, how
2: was it that I you never saw? You won't want to this? miss a moment. You won't. You really won't. I know. Do so. you ex- chat with us? Please give us a call.
0: It's out. Uh, this <laughs> stop okay. moving.
1: Cutting out.
2: Do anything special over the weekend? Any great meals that you had? You know. Yes. Uh,
1: has um, a, a great time at uh, Emerald's uh, second place. Emerald's first place. No, we was- did that on Thursday
2: night, okay. and we will- Absolutely determined to go have more of that pizza, and I just—I'm embarrassed. I feel like I could easily learn that things were a greasy, delicious mess, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. So today we split a a seafood. we can't get him to stop that's just the way it's going to be so, moves so we have to distract him by have giving him a conversation so let's uh, let's give tom a conversation we can talk about something and then he might be distracted from moving so, we um we
1: oh, that is a problem because we have the same problem at our house.
2: And then we we had but um but it was very nice to be outside. It's such a gorgeous spate of beautiful weather. Though if you did something really exciting like that over the weekend, then give us a call. We had done uh, Middendorf's next weekend.
1: Middendorf's in locations. Slidell, yes. Slidell, and then the one that you have been going to for a long, long time out there in uh, near, uh, out there in. In Slidell-
2: local- We're probably not going to yeah. go to the one that's in. Yeah, well, uh, why, in why would class. you want to?
1: If anyway. You, if you love catfish, <laughs> boy, do they have it.
2: Yes. Platters than I've eaten in a long time. I, I don't know what mm. to say. I'm right now, so. Because there's something wrong <clears throat> and, uh, and or else we need to just start going in and doing the show from in the studio. Well, anyway, uh, at
1: the moment, I think we're OK. What do you think, Doug? No, you... He says
2: we keep cutting out. Are we still?
1: Oh, okay. I believe that, because that's what it used to do all the time. Along, I'm, I'm
2: not sure what that means. Just but that. a show, Doug, about that. This this on
1: a show, what you stop to get a beer or a Coke or a, or a cigarette or whatever it is that you take pleasure in. Off to one side of the road in a little town that maybe is there and maybe is not.
2: They've been around since medieval times, and for some reason mm-hmm. I think of a roadhouse as something in Texas, like, hence the name Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. I think that in in medieval times, maybe in England they would be called a coach inn.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they would be.
2: And we, outside of London, and they have a. They have a very. Did, did, did you hear that? Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Just making sure you heard it. Okay. Does that help?
2: All right. Let's see if that works. Oh, good. Okay.
1: okay. Good. Good. I, I knew it All would right, be good. something simple. But, okay. Uh, anyway, thank you for that, Doug. It's the food show. Where so were we? A coach we were inn Roadhouse. Is
2: an <clears> interesting <throat> kind of building. It's it's got like a a building. And then you drive in under an overhang, which is part of the building. And this is usually, in England, a Tudor-style thing. So I think they're super cool. And they have been around for hundreds of years. But when I think of a roadhouse in this country, I think of something in Texas. But according to you, I will read right out of the Almanac, a roadhouse originally is a combination restaurant bar and small hotel <clears throat> located yeah. on a highway
1: I think that nails it really i mean well away from a
2: large town they serve the same function that inns have since medieval times long before the restaurant as we know it came to be roadhouses are found all over america but the best example from the heyday of such establishments is found on the original U.S. highway routes, most famously Route 66. The advent of um, motels and fast food restaurants drew away customers from both sides of the classic roadhouse businesses. Few have rooms anymore. Real roadhouses, as opposed to chains claiming the name, for atmosphere purposes, are usually old and a bit raffish, with homestyle, inexpensive food and a dubious clientele in the bar. But that's what makes them worthy of interest. I don't know, Tom. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't have a lot of interest in that. Well, I do, <laughs>
1: and and uh, funny, it's the same things that you were bringing up there, pretty much, and uh, it involves, as yours did, uh, Texas. Yes. And back when I was uh, in my 20s and would take these trips all over the country, uh, I remember uh, finding myself in a place called Valentine in Texas. It was in the Big Bend country in the farthest uh, west of
2: Texas. Texas, remote, which is Remote. Remote? Remote locations of Texas. Yeah, it Valentine, certainly was. Valentine, where's that? Uh,
1: if you were on Highway 90, U.S. 90, yeah. heading west – and coming out of ultimately, it would have been uh, San Antonio way before that. Uh, but so once between
2: you're, El Paso and San Antonio,
1: exactly. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but quite a distance. And to to watch and to listen to this while you're out there, and I spent the night there a couple of times, and they had a few more. One of which was a star, uh, star uh a uh, place uh, as it is. So it's uh, a
2: Tom has a taste for places like that. I do not. You don't? So, well, okay. So and, when we started hanging out, he uh, that was the end of his tenure at places like that. Although well, it's the Gage already, Hotel. I've
1: already died. What? The
2: Gage Hotel <laughs> is, uh, I don't know if that would qualify as a roadhouse. Fire away. The Gage Hotel. That's the one I was thinking of. The very place. The Cowboy Hotel. That's right. Now, what's happened to the Gage Hotel, and I would really like to go see it, and my niece and her husband, who I would love to get, they're back in Virginia in case anyone uh, wants to know. They have ended their RV sojourn at least for now, and I'm curious to see if they have ended it permanently. I think that remains to be seen. Both of them work out of their home. So they can come and go as they choose. but I think uh I think I think it's gonna be if I'm guessing correctly, I think she's done, and he's not naturally. They're a married couple, which means they're not gonna agree on that. But uh oh, but what, I, I, would like people, mm, I would like to marry people. I would like to know together. if they head back out at some point. But they went to the Gage Hotel at our suggestion. Yeah, and and, did they love it? Well, it was closed. They wanted to go eat in the restaurant because the restaurant was kind of gourmet. Yes. Yes. But then since the time we first saw that place, and I would not classify the Gage Hotel as a roadhouse. No. It was way too classy for a roadhouse. The Gage Hotel was a cowboy hotel, and then it became like a resort. They had villas. And it it's I would love to see it now. It's probably been almost thirty years since we've at been there. At least
1: that. The last time I was there was when the uh the well, when when that uh
2: Mary Lee was four, so twenty three years ago we were at the Gage Hotel.
1: Haley's Comet. Yeah. When Haley's mm-hmm. Comet was in the sky, that's mm-hmm. when I was there. That's why I was there. <clears> and uh and I, the, all that stuff in the cowboy uh, hotels and everything uh-huh. it was very, very cool. I mean, <laughs> I hated to leave. You know, they, they had one recipe I don't that I. I they'd had.
2: let us back in there now.
1: Oh, I think they would. <laughs> uh, there there's we flooded
2: a, the upstairs bathroom. There's Go
1: ahead. a there's a dish uh, that I had over at the beige. I mean, at the gauge. Gauge, rather. It? And and uh, here's what they were doing. They were taking onions to make. Onion onions rings. and jalapeno
2: strings. And jalapeno That's the first time I'd ever seen that. That's been a long time uh-huh.
1: ago. And, the t- they, and they fried them together. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was a wonderful idea. It was just everything about it was perfect. I love that. Yeah. I mean, haven't been back since. I know.
2: One of those things that I did on the grill after I finished all the other things that I grilled yesterday, because I was a grilling fool, and uh, <clears throat> one of the things that I did was I... I did mushrooms, like whole mushrooms, smoked mushrooms, and I took all of the jalapenos and poblanos and shishitos that were in the house, and I roasted them. So I don't know what we're going to do with them, but they're roasted Don't peppers. think of something. So uh, we do have to find something to do with that. Last night, uh, Mary Lee made Harissa.
1: Harissa. This, this is a, a North African um, spread of, of some kind.
2: It's a spice blend. <clears throat> I thought it was a dried spice blend, but I didn't realize that it was actually wet. So she made it in a blender <clears throat> and used tomato paste, which is probably the first time in I can't think of how long that tomato paste was ever used in this kitchen. What a great idea. Because you hate tomato paste, don't you? I do. Well, Well, it was in the harissa recipe that she made. And she said, you know, she took a little bite of it and she said, oh, this isn't really all that spicy. And then all of a sudden she got very silent and (laughs) she couldn't Mm. really talk. And she said, well, okay, it does get you on the back end. I want to try some harissa mayo though I want to make some Uh harissa mayo Because to me some of the best french fries in town Not as good as Bar Francis But I think that Shia Has very good fresh cut fries And they're served with harissa mayo
1: Sounds good to me
2: Yeah so we need some harissa mayo Arrange that
1: for later tonight would you?
2: Sure. Thanks. Okay, Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us. We are here for you for another 40 minutes, so give us a call. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: Hello. Welcome back. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We can be as foodie as you can possibly <laughs> want us to be. And we also have a little addition for you, liked by some of our listeners, not so well by others, It's uh, Valencia. Valencia. It's Valencia, which is one of my two cats, and they are right down here, right beneath where I'm telling you things. So if you like cats, take a look at this cat, and if you don't, then uh, hmm, figure it out. (laughs) Two six zero six three six eight. And
2: you're just like your wife. I am. If you don't like cats, yes.
1: Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) Tom. The
2: old kitchen sage says. Yeah. Next time you make a dish that calls for lemon juice, Mm -hmm. think about using orange juice instead. Uh Use three times as much as the recipe calls for Uh in lemon juice. Now, why in the world would you do that? Because orange juice is sweet and lemon juice is tart.
1: Well, uh, you're you're telling the truth, and that's certainly true. But I actually, I've, I've had very good luck with that. And uh, the the lemony thing, you're, you're always rolling the dice on lemons anyway, because the acidity is so high that it can change all kinds of things. The uh, I agree with you about the orange There's juice. There's no
2: such thing as too much lemon for me.
1: And okay, well, uh, you help yourself to mine. I've got this big uh, yeah. plate of it over here. And uh, anyway. Uh, uh, the other one we were talking about was what? I forgot. Also,
2: I mean. in your almanac today, yeah. we have a baseball hero named Mel Ott from New Ott. Orleans.
1: Yes, we have a couple hmm. of the stadiums here. Born in named...
2: 1909, same year as your dad, right? Wow,
1: wow! You are watching things, aren't you? Yeah.
2: So um, he would. So you they, they said that the best way to celebrate him would be hot dogs.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, and, that makes sense. Completely.
2: And so. I was going to throw out the concept of talking about hot dogs, Mm -hmm. because... Is there anyone here
1: who likes hot dogs?
2: No, you know, sometimes there's just nothing as great as a good hot dog. I agree. And, And that doesn't strike me all that often, but sometimes it's just really great to have a good hot dog. And I was thinking about that the other day, and I wound up not finding... A good hot dog and not really looking all that hard for it because if you want a hot dog, you can go to Dat Dog. Mm-hmm. Does anyone go to Dat Dog anymore? I don't know. I've kind of lost track of it. It was they really do. all the rage for a while. It and sure then, was. And then it got some competition that I understand is better than Dat Dog. So has anyone been to Bratz, y'all, <laughs> or Diva Dog? Those are yeah. the two that I think are the competition for Dat Dog and I believe there's a new one in town yeah. that's a hot dog place. So you've always said that New Orleans isn't much of a hot dog town.
1: Yeah. That's usually been and true, but that they
2: they were changing well, that dat dog yeah. did pretty well. So Th- they really and, did. And I think they still do. Yeah. But um I mean for them to grow as much as they have, but I think that dat dog at one time had an idea, and it was a really clever idea. Dat Dog is kind of a cool name. But I wonder how well it would play in someplace else. Hmm. I mean, Dat Dog in New Orleans makes a lot of sense because we dat the dats, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I, I don't know. I think that maybe other people wouldn't understand that dogs and also i think that everybody has kind of their own little local hot dog thing going Mm -hmm. and really in any given place do you need more than one hot dog thing going i'm just curious about that
1: well you know hot dogs need them when or when when you can't when you can't find them you need them. Or, wait, I've I've mixed that up completely.
2: Does anybody yeah. have any thoughts about hot dogs? Because uh, probably you know,
1: have a few. Hot dogs are good. Mhm. Any, any, hot
2: dogs with chili.
1: Any listeners to chili if or I, anything? If I if
2: I eat a hot dog, it's going to be usually with chili, and with cheese, and I love the idea of sauerkraut, but not so much on a hot dog. But I do like relish on a hot dog, and not sweet relish, but a pickle relish with, with some tartness and maybe pickled vegetables. Anyway, I was just thinking about hot dogs because you had that yeah. in uh, in well, your almanac I, for today. I appreciate that. And, and the, you never have any ideas about hot dogs because what? you don't really like them, right? Well, I, yeah, I like them
1: okay, but the, the problem is that you can't get them too many places. One that has it all the time is Bud's Broiler. They've they've always had hot dogs there, and it's a pretty good product, too.
2: Is it really? Because it it seems like it would be, that would fall into the category of wieners. Could be,
1: but uh, I don't think it would kill you uh, or anything. Well,
2: I don't think it's a particularly high-quality product. Like a hot dog now is a gourmet hot dog.
3: Let's hope so. It used
2: to be where you could just go and get, Hot dogs, or as some people used to say, Wieners, and and now the hot dogs are a much more mm-hmm. upscale product. I think.
1: Well, I'm going to look into this further, you and are? in fact, uh, I did so just a couple of days ago because I found um, uh, my own my own cat wandering in the woods. <laughs> In the woods. Tom,
2: sometimes we need to prod you along Valencia. to the topic we're talking about. You're still back in Valencia. Huh?
1: Valencia, and I'm almost done. And no. uh, the whole thing falls apart if you don't have satsumas. But uh, there's uh, there's more to it than just me. Tom stia. has
2: twin cats. They're equally annoying in different ways.
3: <laughs> one, All
2: right. One of them uh, is... Is disgustingly annoying, and the other one is just infuriatingly annoying. Well,
1: what, what moved me on this is that uh, I was taking a walk of about a, a mile and a uh-huh. half, and and Van, uh, Don't believe that. Valencia g- came with me the, all the way. I, I've never seen him go that far. But then again, not everybody wants to see who other people's he's, cats. He's a so. bit of
2: a whack job. That cat.
1: Well, you know, so many of us do. <laughs> way, so true. The way he a whole, darts around. Lots of them that uh, you know uh, do say things that don't quite. Yes. Uh, it's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's great to be here with you.
2: We're making no sense at all today. So help us out, folks. Hmm. If you would like to chat with us, please. As you can see, we need your help here today. Two six zero six three six eight. Tom, back to the fact that uh, today is Theodore Geisel's birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Green eggs and ham. Oh yeah. Is one of his biggies, and I thought you might have some words to say about your breakfast because it's not green eggs, but it's eggs and ham.
1: Eggs and ham, and uh, let's see. I uh, I like having. Um,
2: I've been fixing a gigantic breakfast for Tom every day. Otherwise, Tom, if left to his own devices, will eat just a slice of toast with sugar on it all day long. Well,
3: gosh, <laughs> I'm so flattered that you would care
2: enough to do that. So I've, I've been making him these omelets for a while. <clears throat> and currently, they are two eggs you know what I did today, Tom? No, tell me. I I had, when I took the mushrooms off the grill yeah. over the weekend, I I put them in a bowl with some, I, I put some butter, like a little pat of butter in the bowl before I took the hot mushrooms off the grill. Yeah. And it's funny, when mushrooms, I, I never noticed this before, but... When you cook them on a grill and you touch them in any way at all, you automatically puncture them and the water in the mushrooms squirts out. I mean, it's like it's very full of water. And you don't really notice those when you're just slicing them raw. But I I guess the skin, when they were smoking in the grill, the skin tightened up. Sealing in all of the water in the mushrooms so that if you puncture them, it leaks out. So anyway, what happened is the mushrooms went into the bowl with the butter, and it stayed in the bowl. So it was like a mushroom butter. And then when I took the peppers and the mushrooms out, the butter stayed in the bowl.
3: Yeah.
2: And so I just kept it overnight, and the butter I scooped into the pan today to give some extra flavor to the eggs, I like eggs and mushrooms a lot. I do too. Mushrooms and eggs is a really good taste and you know, texture thing. You know who
1: does that and really well is uh, that place over there? Oh, now I'm going to forget the name of it. It's on. Uh, um,
2: well, I just discovered that by accident, doing those omelets for you. But mushrooms and eggs are really good together. They really
1: are. Yeah. They really are. And I have a great example of this, if, uh, but I have to remember yeah. it. So,
2: anyway, so I took the, the mushroom slash and then poblano add some butter, and I put it in the pan, and then scrambled you some eggs and put your cheese in there, and the ham that just kind of is always around as almost like you can – if you took ham and you cooked it long enough, it becomes like a crispy prosciutto.
1: Yeah, it's not one of my favorite. It becomes things. like a
2: bacon, only not as salty and mm-hmm. nitratey.
1: I guess so. But
2: it's good. It's got the same kind of. Well, it's not. I don't know. It's not as crumbly as bacon. Doesn't everybody love bacon? And it's in oh its, sure, but in its own sense.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's Who a good point. Who doesn't love bacon? Yeah.
2: I bought some I bought some cheap bacon at Walmart the other day yeah. because even though I wasn't looking for bacon, I wasn't planning to buy bacon. Who doesn't love bacon? So I saw it and it was like some super cheap price. It used to be where you could get Oscar Mayer bacon 2 for 6. I know that's hilarious now. 2 for 7 is still hilarious now. But um it was called Gwalney maybe and it it Gwalny. was Gwalney yeah, but I thought, you know, that's super cheap bacon. And then I saw since 1878, and I thought, you know, it always gets me. The institutions always get me. So I thought, if it's been around since 1878, they got to be doing something right. So I bought the cheap bacon.
1: <clears throat> well, thanks for standing up for me and uh, <laughs> making sure that I get only the best.
2: I don't <laughs> We'll be back to 606368. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: It's uh, our pleasure to be here talking to you, or not to you, but as much as with you, about uh, cooking, about dining out, dining in. You know, we we, uh, have not been talking too much about the restaurants lately, but uh, that's just a coincidence. If you'd like to talk, what would you say? John Volpe is here?
2: Well, he's not here. He's on the phone. Hello, John. Oh, he's on
1: the phone. Uh, hey there. Okay. How y'all
3: doing?
2: All right. How about how you? How y'all doing?
3: Doing, doing, doing fine. fine. Did you survive Mardi Gras?
2: <clears throat> oh, don't, don't get Tom started on Mardi Gras again.
3: I know it. <laughs> well, I got a restaurant board made... for you.
2: I was stuck have, dragging you, Tom around the you, whole Mardi Gras and he's <laughs> he's traumatized. It's gonna take him uh, probably till next Mardi Gras to get over it.
1: You have
3: a watching I got, I got a restaurant report for you.
1: Oh good, tell me.
3: Yeah. Uh now now we'll preface it by saying it is a chain, but Achoo. it was good when what I had. And, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh and uh, we went to, they got three locations in New Orleans in the New Orleans area and one's on the north Shore. actually two's on the north Shore. they got one by now one in Covington and one near me and that's Saltgrass. And I know salt you grass, like
2: Saltgrass.
1: Yeah, what's tell me the story about that. I haven't gone in there yet. Uh no reason I am or not. But uh this is well, a he, new place on uh uh cause no, not Causeway. Uh it's, uh, on it's on veterans. It's
3: on veterans between Transcontinental.
1: transcontinental yeah, yeah, veterans between
3: Transcontinental and Clearview.
2: Now, John, and you've called almost, us before about saltgrass. So, what is it that you find appealing about saltgrass?
3: Well, the ribs. The ribs. The ribs. They Have very good uh, ribs. Matter of fact, I got like a. Uh, I didn't know if I'd called you or not. So, if I, if I did again, I apologize. But no, I get the fine. ribs they They had like a quarter rack of ribs and a chicken breast, and you got a super salad, and this was a special that I think is going on through the fifth of this month for like fifteen bucks. and I said, okay, that's that that'll be a good way to to try it, And the ribs were absolutely delicious. The chicken breast was good. I will tell you though, once we got in there and I ate the ribs and saw that they were. For a dollar more, and it's a dine-in only special, for a dollar more, you could have got a half a rack of ribs. And the ribs were so good, the next time I go, I might be tempted to either get a half a rack or a full rack of ribs. But Saltgrass Saltgrass is owned by uh, Landry's, who also owns, uh, obviously, Landry's Seafood and uh, Morton Steak Company. And he also owns some of the Golden Nuggets. He's got in Bubba Gump. He's got a bunch of things. Is that Tillman Fortita still? Yes, yes, yes it is. Yes, yeah. yes.
2: You know what? Yeah, yeah. You just you yeah. just talked me out of saltgrass <laughs> I was I was going to go until you said it's owned by Landry's. I just yeah. can't bring myself to do a Landry's, I'm sorry.
3: Okay. Well I knew I knew you like ribs. And these are fall I off the bone baby pack ribs. Now I will tell you I will tell you one other thing that my wife noticed. I don't know if they do different types of steaks or different grades of steaks on the specials versus the others. You'd rather that you offer off the order off the menu. And the menu prices weren't unreasonable, the regular menu prices. But my wife noticed that there were several people, a uh, few people, that were sending their steaks back. I don't know if they were displeased with them or whatever. And there was one veteran while we were waiting to get a table and he was talking to the manager who handled it. Well, he said, no, we have a different grade of meat for the special versus if you order off the menu, you know, the regular oh menu. My gosh. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I don't think that was clearly delineated to anybody, but you know, they fixed it. He, he told the guy, he said, Hey, we're going to do it for you. And I think all the, all the problems were resolved, but I just thought, gee, that's a funny way of doing stuff, plus the fact that, you know, they brag about it's all all certified Angus beef, and then, you know, you find out there may be two different types of beef. So I don't know. I don't yeah. you know. But my ribs yeah. my ribs were good enough I'd go back in a heartbeat. So Well, I'll
2: tell you what. <clears throat> um Tillman yeah, yeah, proves something that mm-hmm. That someone told Tom, and I'm trying to think, because in the almanac a few months ago, uh, this Mm -hmm. was not. This was someone famous who originally Mm -hmm. said this, and it goes all the way back to I don't know, maybe before. Mm -hmm. Might even go back to like the Middle Ages, like one of those Mm -hmm. one of those uh, prophets or something. But um, Mm -hmm. someone told Tom a number of years ago. Tom quote. Yep. yep. Sell to the masses, eat with the classes. classes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sell to the uh. classes, eat with the masses. Mm-hmm. Tillman <laughs> Fertita is a great example of that. If okay. you if you go to his post oak hotel in Houston right. where there's a mastro's in this little complex Right. and his mm-hmm. own ripoff of Lagerie, uh, and all of the cars that are there. I just and, – and what is he – he owns what's – what's the sports team he owns? The Rockets, mm-hmm. I think?
3: Anyway, I have no idea, but, I mean, he, he owns a ton Gilman of Rockets. Tillman
2: so sells yeah. to the masses and mass, and he does indeed eat with the classes.
3: So I got you. I got you. Well, yeah. That, you go to, you go to his website, you see there's a whole, I think there's an audio book or there's a, oh, there's yeah. a deal about uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. But uh, anyway, the, the, the ribs, the ribs were very, the ribs were very, I mean, fall off the bone. Very, very good. And I got another thing to tell Tom, which you'll appreciate last week. Uh, you got a, you got a great compliment from the lady that was married to Mr. Del Frisco.
1: Oh, Remember no Del kidding. Frisco's yeah. I sure do. She now, lived here.
3: Yeah. Yes, Her name was Lena. Yeah. And,
1: and the last... Yeah, and she was,
3: was, wait, wait, wait. Tom
2: hear here he's going to say. What'd she say?
3: <laughs> she just said she was married to Mr. Del Frisco. I won't tell you the I won't give yeah, you the unabreed story over the radio. The end. But anyway, okay. she said that... They had a restaurant, and this is before uh, she divorced him and, I guess, uh, had her own restaurant, Lena's. Yeah, but she said one day she asked her husband, why do we got all this traffic in here? And, of course, this was ages ago when there was one on the West Bank. And, and she said, did we do any advertising? He said, no. He said, but everybody's coming in talking about how Tom Fitzmaurice came in here and they, at Del Frisco's, and all of a sudden, they had more business than they knew what to do with Huh. Tom is the original well,
2: influencer. You sure can. Hey, uh- <laughs> Wait a minute. I want to hear yeah. where you ran into her, Tom. I mean, uh. John.
3: I ran, I ran into her at the Quarterview restaurant while talking to Jim Barry and one of Jim's friends who, uh. was talking with her by the name of Bob Ragsdale. So, uh. I got introduced, in, and she was a very nice lady and said some great stories about her and heard all the, the whole history. And then. She told me something. She said, yeah, you know, he moved to Dallas after we got divorced. I didn't get a penny of the million. All right. Made. Wait, wait, wait,
2: I want to hear it, Tom. Go ahead, boy. <laughs> And,
3: and I, I'm not going to go. I'm, and anyway, she said, uh, then, according to her, he wound up selling selling uh, Del Frisco's to Landry's. But if he That's did, true. you don't see it any. Okay, yeah. you don't see it on well, Landry's right. website
1: at all. All right, uh, uh.
3: This Th-
2: Tom is paranoid that you're going to say this, something uh, this that he's the, uh, trying not, to
3: get I'm, away not, from I'm, I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not. I'm okay. not. How old is Thank she you. now?
2: How old is she now,
3: John? She is got. I was. Hey, guess. John. John. Yes. 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 Come on. Yes. This is
1: not this the show for this. Okay. The, what you're doing? We. I have no is... idea
2: what he's talking about. But okay, okay. All right. John. Thank you. Send me that in text. Okay. How old oh, she is? Okay. 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 It's okay. the future. You're being not only dismissed, John. You're being thrown out.
1: And uh, we will be back. Uh, we're not
2: going anywhere, Tom. Uh, I, I guess, guess not. Have
1: right. Well, um, I just I'm just exercising uh, this because it's uh, not. All right. Uh, let's see. Where were we?
2: exactly what the show is about but all right you know what can you well, do you Doug go, what can right. you do you guys do it no we're not gonna do no, it he's gone now you want to do it do it, it. he's, you, gone, now. Do it, do he's it. gone now he'll be back what I what I wanted to know is uh he Del Frisco wound up selling the restaurant I didn't realize he sold it to Landry's I don't I don't think that's true unless it's been a recent development but maybe it is i'll have to look up the landry's website and see if del frisco's is on it but del frisco is a major player nationally now in the exclusive exclusive steakhouse realm most recently they turned up in one of my favorite malls ever out in los angeles the Century City Mall that's just been redone to the tune of a couple of billion dollars, and uh, <clears throat> the space that they have there is absolutely mind-blowing. It's kind of Vegasy, and I—I I, I know I told this story once before, but uh, <laughs> I walked in, and I—I uh, <clears throat> I said I wanted to look around, <clears throat> and on the way out. I told the waitress that we knew Del Frisco when he started in a little strip mall, a tiny little strip mall in this dumpy old place. And she looked at me like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. But, but it is just kind of mind-boggling to think that it could start on the West Bank in a tiny little place and become what it is now. Uh, the last time I ate there, well, actually the last time I ate there was in the one in Houston, which is in the um, Galleria there. But the one before that was that gigantic space um, near Times Square in New York City. They're soaring, soaring restaurants with with a gigantic cavernous two-story atrium as part of them and it's it's uh, it's it's quite something the story is quite something although if you haven't heard it folks I don't think you're going to because Tom is on the edge of his seat no, now, go, ahead. go nervous right ahead. Go right ahead. Go <laughs> coming out I guess you'll have to look it up yourself two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us we have just 10 minutes left and uh and we need to move on because Tom is um very rattled about John Volpe's call. John, I hope you're not banned from the air from now on.
1: All right, it's the food show <laughs> and this is Tom Fitzmorris and uh I I just uh, have you have to have some standards and there you are. Uh, let's see. We, we've got about eight minutes left to go on the program. You know, we do this every day, Monday through Friday. It's Sur-
2: remarkable, isn't it,
1: folks? <laughs> it really is. And uh, <laughs> and we've been able over the years to do some things that have never been done anywhere else I've ever seen around the country. Uh, you ask them, where's your food program on the radio so we can find out what the food's like around here? You'll never find it. It's just it doesn't exist. We It happens here. And we're really happy about that, and I, I bet you are, too. In the almanac today, oh, okay, in your go. words
2: to eat by. Yeah, Have help, help yourself. Alistair Cook has, you have a, a quote by Alistair Cook, which I find kind of puzzling. It is, quote, Texas does not, like any other region, simply have indigenous dishes. It proclaims them. It congratulates you on your arrival at having escaped from the slop pauls slop pails of the other forty nine states. <clears throat> I disagree. I think Texas does indeed have indigenous dishes. Barbecue for one. Tom? Yes. Have you can have you snapped out of it? No. To comment on that? <laughs> I think that Texas The indigenous food of texas is probably uh tex-mex and barbecue if i if my memory serves me correctly and i've been there fairly recently the reason that texas figures so prominently in the almanac today is that it is it is the day that texas uh broke away from mexico and it also coincidentally is sam houston's birthday so um that was in 1836 not sam houston's birthday but breaking away from mexico and so um whenever if you are familiar with the almanac tom ties a lot of things together so that's the reason that texas figures prominently in the almanac today but um barbecue is something that while it is associated very strongly with Texas, there's a lot of places that have good barbecue. And in fact, we in New Orleans have gotten some really good barbecue in the last few years. Last week, I turned up at Central City Barbecue, and I have to say, that place is really, really good. When we stood in line in Austin at the famous Franklin Barbecue, it was a fun thing to do because it's kind of a, it's one of those things. So we stood in line for a couple hours to get Franklin Barbecue, and it was good barbecue. But we have also great barbecue here. I felt like Central City Barbecue that we have here is at least as good as franklin barbecue we also have blue oak barbecue which is another really good one we have a lot of good barbecue here but those two are my favorites and uh i think that i think that the menu at central city is so interesting in its in its side dish specials that I really can't wait to go back. I was there just, like I said, the other day and got just some brisket. It's very expensive, though. It's it's really quite expensive. I think I got like a half pound of brisket chopped and an iced tea, and it was $15. So it's definitely not cheap. But they did have some little side things like brisket poppers and stuff like that that, That you could eat a little bit more affordably but um but it's good stuff it's it's definitely good stuff i think that's true of blue oak too they have a lot of specials that um that are sort of clever or uh, imaginative so they get a little creative with them it's not just the standard slab of barbecue with the collards and the and the coleslaw or the mac and cheese 260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. We're not taking a break as we usually do when I say that, but I do want to encourage you to give us a call if you would like to chat. Tom, are you done with the show? Because you, you appear to be signed off for the remainder of the show. I'm just curious. Are you? I think he might be. No, no, not at all. I think you might be. Okay, wow, that was something, Tom. (sighs) So we're going to probably do some more cooking this evening, and I think I might actually try to make the mayonnaise that I'm going to put the harissa into because I would like to try to make mayonnaise out of, rather than canola oil, some olive oil, and I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know that anyone's ever done that. I mean, I'm sure they have, but I've not read about it anywhere to see how it turns out. But I'm not a fan of canola oil. I'd much rather use olive oil. So I was thinking that I'm going to go ahead and jump into the exploration of making my own mayonnaise with olive oil, and lemon juice, and dry yellow mustard, and now the harissa that Mary Lee made last night, which, I don't know, might be in the freezer because she was a little bit terrified after she tried it at how spicy it was. And so I think it's gonna be something she's gonna use a little judiciously, and I told her to freeze a portion of it. So I'm going to try the harissa mayo and see, uh, see how that works. There's a recipe in this book that we're going to talk about on Friday. The woman's name is Susan Spongian, and it's called Open Kitchen. And it's one of those things where it's it's one of those one of those people who have a really glamorous life where you know she has the apartment in New York City and the place in East Hampton. So you can imagine that her open kitchen is probably a little nicer than yours. And so uh, <clears throat> she has these recipes, and there's several that are stacked up that I want to try. But um, one of them is it's, it's fresh-cut fries, but they're not fried. They're, they're tossed in an olive oil or she recommends duck fat, which I didn't realize you could just purchase at the store, but you can. Mm-hmm. And so she, you, you get it and you toss these potatoes in it, and then you put them in the oven and you just really crisp them so they're almost unmistakable from actual fries that you dropped into a pile of duck fat. And so I was thinking that I would really like to try that uh, fry recipe. Because they really look good in the book. Everything in the book looks really, really good. And fry. It, take the recipe for the fries, and then um, <clears throat> make the harissa mayo, and just dip the fries in the harissa mayo. But I, I gotta, I gotta try this harissa in some way, even if it's just to dip like raw vegetables in it or something. But we've, <laughs> we've always gotten gotten high on doing this kind of stuff and then we just put it in the refrigerator and we go out to eat anyway but we're we're determined mary lee and i at least we're determined to not do that this time we're actually going to eat the things that we're working on and the harissa mayo is uh, something you will hear a report on in the next couple of days because i'm absolutely going to try it Anyway, Tom is still in the building, but, but I, yes, I think I, he's going to sign off now. Yeah, maybe so.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back again oh tomorrow gosh. and the day after that and the day after that.
2: And uh, just keep be though. on doing Tom, it. are you going to come back tomorrow, or are you still going to be traumatized oh, you, you, by that? You okay. have
1: me figured all wrong. <laughs> Anyway, hope I have, have a good, great evening, everyone. Have had a good weekend, and, um, and we'll talk to you some more if, you, if all you had is a, mo- a Monday to talk it's about. high we'll stress, do that.
2: folks. My immune system is damaged.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.